First and foremost, I would like you to take us back and, and just give us the background story to where we are now at the Constitutional Court. Well, in 2016, the Constitutional Court uh, handed down judgment on the Ngandla saga. Remember that that was a case that was also brought um, by the EFF. And the Constitutional Court found that the president failed to um, defend, respect, and um, and uh, defend, defend, respect, and uphold the Constitution. Mm. And uh, based on that, since then, the EFF is making the argument that Parliament has not done anything to hold um, the president accountable for this finding that has been found against him by the Constitutional Court. Now, the hurdle for the EFF would be. Um, that immediately after the Constitutional Court judgment, a couple of months later, I think, the DA uh, pushed for a motion of no confidence against the president that was mm-hmm. allowed, and that motion of no confidence was heard. The debate was there, but it was an unsuccessful motion of no confidence. Mm. And the court is making the argument, and was just listening back now to uh, Justice uh, Chris Jafta, who said that if you look into um, the motion of no confidence that was brought by the DA, had that motion of no confidence been successful in the president, president removed from office through this motion, that would have meant that the uh, president was held accountable. And uh, Nugai Tobi, who was representing the EFF, um, then said, yes, indeed, that's the case. So now, how do you balance the two? The EFF's argument is that um, it was a premature move for the DA to ask for a motion of no confidence also considering that Section 89 of the Constitution, as they put it, envisages that there should be an inquiry. So there should be a a fact-finding mission Mm -hmm. um, to determine the extent of the the violation of the Constitution. And then the second step then comes in, and that second step will be to hold the president accountable. And that, of course, will be the impeachment. So the EFF want the uh, the president to be held accountable. So what are the implications if they win in this case? Um, if they win in this case, that would mean that um, the constitutional court would have given an order that the that parliament should institute this inquiry, or at least um, the, because you see the, the mm-hmm. difficulty with this, Elvis, is that there is this issue around the separation of powers. And if you look right. into the secret ballot application by the UDM, mm-hmm. the UDM as well as the other opposition parties that were supporting the UDM, including the EFF and the DA, they were argue, asking the court to instruct parliament that parliament must allow a motion of no confidence to be voted via a secret ballot. And the court didn't do that. Instead, what the court did was that the court granted a declaratory or well, granted an order um, giving, 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 um, um, uh, giving a sense of the powers of the speaker, that the speaker does have discretionary powers when it comes to deciding whether a ballot should be secret or not. And that's what the EFF and the DA as well as the UDM got from the court. So the court didn't directly instruct parliament on what to do. It was the Speaker of Parliament, Balek Ambeto, who then essentially on the 7th of August took that decision that the ballot will be secret. So this time around, do we really expect that the court will instruct the Parliament to have a motion of, uh, to rather to have an impeachment against president and to set up this ad hoc committee. Mm-hmm. Chances are that parliament, that the court might argue that again, the speaker does have the discretionary powers to, 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 to do that. But here's the difference between the motion of no confidence and an impeachment. With the mm-hmm. motion of no confidence, you just need 50% plus one to remove the president, which, um, which you compare with the impeachment. The impeachment, you need a two third majority. And from the previous motions of no confidence against the president, that at least there have been eight so far. 
all of them have been unsuccessful. And the demand um, that's demanded in terms of the, how many votes you get is much lower compared to an impeachment where you need a two-third majority. Mm-hmm. There has been some dissenting voices in relation to that overreach by the courts. Uh, are we likely to hear those type of voices coming through again this time around? Well, certainly. I think that there will be those who will be watching closely what um, the Constitutional Court um, judgment says and how far the Constitutional Court has gone in terms of explaining the, explaining um, on the decision and how they've reached that decision. So certainly a lot of people will be focusing um, on this one. But it will all depend on the outcome of the Constitutional Court judgment. It will all mm-hmm. depend on what the Constitutional Court says. If the Constitutional Court says that um, Parliament must set up this ad hoc committee, then I believe that certainly there will be those who will be crying foul and saying that um, the courts have again um, overstepped their mark. Mm-hmm. Will this embolden the president, though, if he does win in this particular instance? If the president wins in this particular instance, possibly yes. Um, it, will, it, will be a, it will be a success for the president in the sense that um, if you look at the other court rulings this year alone, um, they've always been against the president. If you look at the state of capture report, um, this rather the state of capture judgment that was handed down recently. If you look at the Supreme Court of Appeal relating to the spy tape saga that essentially found that the president should face the corruption charges that were in the indictment. So yes, um, if this ruling is in favor of the president, then it says that no, that parliament, um, that parliament um, has the discretion powers to decide and the constitutional court cannot instruct instruct parliament yes it mm-hmm. will be definitely a a victory for for the president but what does it do to as we were discussing earlier on what does it do to brand um, ANC because brand ANC will continuously be dented because this issue will not it will not it, it will not pass by um, mm-hmm. the opposition parties will continuously make noise around the president's unsuitability to remain in his office. What time is the judgment tomorrow to be handed down? Judgment is expected around 10 o'clock. And tell you what, I was listening back to the arguments. Arguments stretched all the way, I think, into 8 eight in the evening um, yeah. when, it, when, when that motion was, or rather when arguments mm. were being heard, was it in September? Yeah. And I just wonder how long this judgment will take to be handed down. Aldrin Simpia, I thank you so much for joining us here this afternoon. Pleasure. That's a political reporter here in studio, Aldrin Simpia.